Welcome back to the Querida Mari podcast. I am your host, Maria, and this is where you can come to unlearn the old shit that doesn't work and learn new shit that does work, depending on how you apply the techniques that I provide for you. I've been a therapist for many, many years, and even though we are not in a therapeutic relationship, I am still here to provide wisdom, guidance, tips and tricks, some lessons, whatever it is that comes my way that, I, that I'm learning from, I will share it with you. So today on episode 13, I can't believe that we're already episode 13. It's fantastic. Thank you for listening. Um, today is just four tips on how to communicate your needs. We've been following the book, uh, Nonviolent Communication, and um, you don't need to have the book. If you want to buy it, it's in the show notes. And um, you can always order it for yourself if you want to follow along. If not, there's no need because I'm giving you some tips that will actually help you put these techniques into practice. So expressing what your needs are and asking for what you need requires vulnerability. I've mentioned this many times in the past episodes. And vulnerability may be perceived as weakness, but it really isn't. It's such a beautiful strength to be able to express what your needs are to your child or to your partner and actually have them provide, you know, fulfill needs for you as you fulfill their needs as well. So the fear that is sometimes attached to this need of vulnerability is the fear of being judged, being ridiculed, being mocked, and even completely shut down. That is one of the most abusive things that I've heard is when a parent just shuts you down a thousand percent completely. It is so hurtful to the spirit. Please know that hurt people hurt people. Okay, it may be intentional, it may be non-intentional, it may just be plain ass fucking stupid, but hurt people do hurt others. Now that you're an adult, you have the option and the choice to take the risk to be vulnerable with your partner and with those, you know, like your, your children, those so that you can give your child a different experience than the one you had growing up. So here's tip number one. Ask for what you want, not what you don't want. Okay, let me repeat that. Ask for what you want. Don't ask for what you don't want and be clear. Let me give you an example. If you want your partner or your child to spend more time with you than time the computer or playing games or whatever, Instead of working or, you know, playing video games and or social media, focus on what you want from them. And what is it that you want from them? You want time, right? So, but unusually, I mean, unfortunately, the usual default is to focus on what you don't want, which is all you always want to do is play video games, be with your friends, go to work. Go out with your friends instead of being vulnerable and asking for what you do want, which is time. So depending on how comfortable you feel with with uh, your vulnerability is going to dictate how you ask. So for example, so if you say, hey, honey, I would like for us to spend more time together. 
Are you open to doing X, Y, and Z? You know, whatever it is that you both enjoy. And here's a big tip. Start your request, your sentences with, I would like for us, I would like for you. Try not to start your sentences with, you should not do whatever. You should do whatever. You know, they, like they, he or she, whoever. They should. When you start with they should, it's a demand. It's not a request. Okay? Or are you supposed to know that, you know, you're supposed to take the garbage out every Thursday or whatever? Or I deserve your time. Or I deserve for you to do this. Or it's my right. I have the right to to tell you whatever it is. So when you start the request with demands, most of the time they're going to the person receiving it, your child or your partner, it, they're not going to like it because it's going to be a judgment, a demand, and it's not going to be a request. A request is to pull you to closer together in the relationship for the betterment of the relationship. When you do a demand, that's for you. That's only going to benefit you. It's not going to benefit them because their needs and their feelings aren't being considered. You're telling them. Like, think about it like in a boot camp, right? In the military. So the drill sergeant tells you 10 push ups, da da da. Like, all of it are demands. A drill sergeant is going to say, um, Excuse me, sweetheart, can you give me, would you like to give me 10 push ups? They're not going to fucking request. They're going to freaking tell you what to do. They're drill sergeants, right? But we're not fucking drill sergeants. We're parents. We're mothers. And this is not what we're going to do. Okay? So th- that's other. that also has to do with parenting styles. You know, like helicopter mom, drill sergeant mom, militant type of thing, depending on how you were raised, right? So here's tip number two. Be intentional with your request. Ask yourself this question. What do you want more of? from your child or your partner. Not what you don't want, right? Remember that? What do you want more of? Ask yourself that. So don't ask yourself, well, I don't want them to do this and I don't want them to do that. What do you want, right? And ask for that specifically without judgments nor demands. When you receive what you want, how do you feel, right? How do you feel when you receive time from your partner or you receive time from your child? How do you feel? And you know what? Let's reverse this. Your child wants to have your time too. You know, so how do they feel, honey? How do you feel when I take you, when me and you, we go on a little date, mom and daughter, right? Or mom and son, How do you feel? Do you feel special? You know what I mean? Let them tell you that they feel however they feel when you take time for them, specifically for them. When you don't receive what you want, how do you feel? Right? So you can ask your child that. So when I don't take you out and we don't do these mom and daughter dates, how do you feel? Right? Share your feelings with your child. Have your child, teach your child to share their feelings with you, okay? And also remember this, requests without feelings are going to sound like demands, okay? 
So if you both want a better relationship with, I know you do because you're listening, you're both going to get what you want and you're both going to feel heard, you and your child, and you're both are going to be feeling like you were seen. You're going to feel seen by your child or partner and your child and partner are going to feel seen by you. Tip number three, make sure that your requests landed. Okay, let me explain. A question that I always ask my clients, and I, and I ask my husband and I ask my daughters this question, do you understand? Okay, I always ask, do you understand? And again, like I've mentioned to you before, depending on where you are in your journey, you know, your healing journey, you're gonna, you may consider this question demeaning as if you were like unable to understand or I am judging you in any way, like you're not capable of understanding or whatever. But that's not it at all. That's on the contrary. On like this question, do you understand me? Is asking, you know, I'm asking you, are we on the same page? You know, can I continue to teach you more, right? As an intuitive person, I can literally see and feel when my clients shift right in front of me. Even when we're doing sessions, you know, on the computer, like video, I can still see. Sometimes I can see that like when I say something, it just goes right over my client's head. And I can see that. I can I can feel it and I can see that and that's totally okay. And you're going to be able to see that sometimes with your children too. They're going to look glassy-eyed in a, in like in a way. And then all that means, right? Like all that says to me when a client does that in front of me or my children or whoever I'm talking to or talking with, all that says to me it's feedback and what in the feedback that I'm receiving is, "Hey, Maria, can you chunk that down for me a little bit?" And that's fine. It doesn't mean that, you know, it doesn't mean that that you're dumb. It doesn't mean that I am superior to you. All that does is you know a lot about shit that I don't fuck know. I don't, right? Like I don't know a lot. So, but I do know a lot. I do know a lot about these things, but you know a lot about other things. So don't don't be judgmental. Don't shame yourself when it's not necessary. So the reason why I asked, do you understand me, is so that I don't continue to teach and I don't continue to go on this tangent as a therapist and you are like, what the fuck is she talking about? Because that's going to make you that's going to make you feel dumb. And that is not the intent here. The intent is, are we on the same page so that I can chunk it down for you? And that's totally OK. Because when I do this, when I need to chunk down information for you, that that challenges me. And also, I learn more. And you will learn more. And so will your child. Okay? The problem comes from the old conditioning where when you were a child and the parent says, do you understand me? Right? That's where that comes from. But this is the intention here. Am I being understood? Right. Am I as as your therapist, am I being understood? Do you understand me before I can continue? Right. Another question um, that you can ask your child is this one. Can you tell me what I just said or can you tell me what you heard me say? 
Because sometimes we can say something and trauma being a filter translates that to some other bullshit that you, it's like, what? And I did not say that. Okay. And, and that happens too in therapy as well. That's okay too. Okay. And also remember that people as a whole learn differently. And so does your child. Okay. Tip number four, be aware of your intent. Be aware of your intentions. The goal of your request, right, of your asking needs to be for the betterment of your relationship with your child and partner, not to control them, not to make them uh, fulfill your needs and you don't fulfill theirs. The goal is to better the relationship between both of you. Not for you, not for them, for the relationship that you both are sharing. And another thing too, if you're doing it, you know, don't do this to control them because there is control has nothing to do with honesty and empathy, which is two ingredients that are very, very extremely necessary to be able to communicate nonviolently. So being honest with yourself, being empathetic toward your child and partner, and also be very vulnerable. Teach your, don't be afraid to be vulnerable. If your partner's not being vulnerable, that's feedback, okay? That's feedback. If you're always vulnerable and your partner doesn't, go go see a therapist if you want to continue this relationship. But teach your child, right? We're here to break generational patterns. Teach your child the value of being vulnerable, the value of being honest with your feelings, and the value of being empathetic with the other person that's bringing their feelings to the table, okay, and not ridiculing them or judging them or mocking them in any way, okay? If you're being mocked, ridiculed, judged because you have feelings, that person was bullied as a child and didn't learn, Okay, the person that is ridiculing you, mocking you or judging you in any kind of way, when you bring vulnerability to the table, that person was bullied as a child. Okay, and most most of the time, people, when you bring vulnerability feelings, vulnerable feelings to the table, a narcissistic person is going to ridicule you, not understand you, not value your feelings. It's going to be you're going to be feeling like you're in a circle. There's also an episode that I did prior, the prior weeks. I can't think of the, which number it is right now, but it's all, it has to do with narcissism. Um, and I'm not sure why I'm mentioning this, but one person, maybe two of you that are listening needs to hear that message and also that episode of narcissism. Go listen to that if, if this is resonating with you. Do yourself and your child that favor. Okay, so thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing these episodes. I appreciate it. It helps me so much when you leave me a star review. Hit the the, the fifth star there. Um, leave me a review if you want to, too. Whatever you do, if you find value in my message, please share it with somebody else. Either share my, my episode or buy somebody else a cup of coffee, 
okay? It has nothing to do with me. Just share whatever you received from me today. Give something to someone else. Do not close the circle of giving and receiving. Thank you so much. And also, if you want to follow me on Instagram, Maria Rivera Heath on Instagram, that's my handle. Until next Friday, um, if you want to tune in to the Instagram Lives, uh, I answer a question on Wednesdays, 9 o'clock Pacific Time, 12 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay, have a beautiful weekend. And always remember to love yourself first. Bye.